disclaimer, you guys, if you are pregnant or wanting to get pregnant and you are sensitive about listening to different pregnancy stories, good, bad, ugly, this probably wouldn't be an episode for you to listen to. I just want to put that on the front end of this podcast. If you can be triggered easily by negative or positive things around pregnancies, I would not advise you to listen to this episode. In other news, it's been a long time since I updated you guys on my life. I feel like 2023, (laughs) the bells rang on New Year's Eve. A lot of things changed in my life and I kind of went ghost from the internet in terms of showing up in a live capacity or in a real-time capacity. You know, I, I stopped recording a lot of TikToks this year. I stopped doing a lot of live videos on Facebook this year just because I started to really enjoy my life more and honestly just get to work. Uh, and I didn't feel as called this year to record a lot of it or to make a lot of content. It was it was a very, it was very much so like a, an inward year. I I met the love of my life and life partner Dalton, who if you follow me on social media, you've seen him. Of course, he's so handsome, the most handsome boy in the world. And we met in January, January 18th of 2023. Actually, it's about to be our one year anniversary. We got engaged. We (laughs) experienced some really hard times, some amazing times. We were humbled. We were blessed beyond measure. And I just want to kind of debrief the the year with you guys because I really haven't had the space or taken the time to do it on any platform yet. 2023 starts. My life is in for a uh, overhaul, to to say the least. I actually ran a program called The Best Fucking Year in January of 2023, and this is right around the time that I met Dalton. And in that program I remember just being like oh my god this is literally gonna be the best fucking year of my life I didn't even know why yet I had just met Dalton like I had no reason to believe that anything was going to happen between us but I just felt like this year is going to be amazing and guys let me tell you almost everything that I had projected for myself in the beginning of 2023 came true this year 2023 was literally the best fucking year yet. So if you were in BFY at the beginning of 2023, you know what I'm talking about. If you weren't, we're going to have a 2024 edition coming up soon if you're listening to this in the lifetime. But oh my gosh, it was just the best year. So that program happens. The year kicks off. I meet Dalton. I'm going to go into all of these stories like separately at some point, but I'm just going to give you a recap of the year right now, like bird's eye view. So I meet Dalton at a business mastermind right away. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this wasn't even planned. This wasn't expected. Neither of us planned for each other. Neither of us knew of each other or knew each other, of course, when we met. And we both just kind of knew. Like, it was just this. It was more so like God was just like, here you go. Like, take him or leave him. This is yours and he's yours for the rest of your life. Like, I can't really explain it. People always used to say, like, when you know, you know. And a lot of people think that they feel that feeling. I thought I had felt that feeling before. And when Dalton and I met, it was just like, oh my gosh, I had no idea what I was talking about. This is it. It was a very grounding feeling. And there was things that needed to come together. You know, we were 
kind of far apart at that point, three hour or three hour flight from each other at that point. But I just knew in my heart and soul that this was my husband. <laughs> I just knew there was no escaping it. And I was so happy and so elated. And, you know, within two weeks, we're traveling to meet each other in Sarasota. And then we, three weeks later, the longest time we've ever spent apart to date, we met in Texas for an event. And we started officially dating. Although like since the first day we met, we were basically together. It was just undeniable. And from there, we traveled like non-freaking-stop business events, family, Massachusetts, New York City, San Diego, Florida, East Coast of Florida, West Coast of Florida, back to Massachusetts, New York City, Long Island. Like, I think we both took over 100 flights collectively between the two of us, for sure, in the year of 2023. I have not unpacked my suitcase all year. We've been traveling like crazy birds, I still have my place in Massachusetts. He has his place in New York City. And so going back and forth between our places, you know, I've just literally been in a suitcase pretty much the whole year, which I've loved. I wouldn't change it for the world. But with that being said, I'm ready to have all our stuff in one place. Yay. So we're traveling like on cloud nine. Life is amazing. The best year ever. We are so grateful, so grounded, growing together, businesses expanding individually for, you know, for both of us. We're in Florida. We're just, we're just having the best, best, best time. I knew that we were going to get engaged six to nine months of knowing each other because like month three of being in a relationship, he asked me, you know, when do you think like we'll get engaged? Like what, what are you, what are you thinking? And I was like, well, I can't imagine it being this month. We're three months in at this point. I was like, but I also cannot imagine it being more than six months from now. Like that would be way too long in my book. Like it was just a feeling. We are basically already a unit. So I knew that it was going to be between July and the end of September. And so traveling, 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 we end up going to a retreat that he booked in June or May. He booked us a retreat in like May or June of 2023. So this had been planned for a while. It's a business retreat with also a lot of fun. I didn't really expect anything, but I was also like, we're going to Kauai. If if you don't do it here, when are you really going to do it? Like, it doesn't get more magical and romantic than the island of Kauai, right? So I kind of had an inkling. I didn't really know, though. We get to... Okay, let me back up, actually. I'm like engagement vibes, right? Super excited about engagement vibes. And I don't really know how to transition into the next phase of this, but it's the first time I actually am talking about it out loud by myself (laughs) in a room. So we're planning on getting engaged. Like I know it's coming soon. I don't know what happened where, but we just, I'm not on birth control. I take, I'm on natural cycles, which is a natural form of birth control. I have the aura ring and I take, you know, it takes my temperature every night. So we were not protecting against pregnancy super hard, but we were also not trying to have a baby. I ended up, oh, we were in, this is what happened. We were in Chicago at an Elite 100 event. Yes. And I started, like my nose, like I started smelling things that I've never smelled before. Dalton started smelling differently to me. (laughs) Everything started smelling differently to me. We went out to dinner and I like literally could gag at everything. I was, I had no appetite, which if you know me, like that's not like me at all. I love my food. And I was like, something's up. And my mom was with us. I told my mom, she's like, oh my God, you're pregnant. And I was like, no way. There's no way I'm pregnant. 
for sure. No way. So I'm like, whatever, I'm going to go take a pregnancy test. At this point, like 24 hours later, I'm like, I'm freaking pregnant. I'm smelling things. I'm nauseous. We ordered Chicago pizza. I couldn't even have a bite of it because I was like, no way in heck and Bob can I eat that. I take a pregnancy test, comes back negative. So I'm like, oh, we're not pregnant. We're good. Two weeks later, we're home. Where are we? We're in New York City. I'm four days late and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm definitely pregnant. My, my cycle is like clockwork. I never miss anything. Ovulation's always spot on. My cycle's never different. It's literally always the same. Super predictable. Sure enough, take a pregnancy test. It comes back positive and I'm just like, what the heck? I'm so excited. My first reaction was like, oh my God, I'm stoked. Like I'm freaking excited. We had been gushing over babies and how cute our babies are going to be and all the things. So I knew Dalton was going to be excited too, but I was also like, oh my gosh, like we're excited in theory, but now it's actually happening and like, whatever. I was super excited. I kept to myself the whole day. And then, you know, when he got back, I had my prenatals out because I had gotten some that day in the pregnancy test on the counter. And he came in and like, I'll never forget his reaction. It was so sweet. He was so excited. We were just both so excited. Obviously it wasn't super ideal, but I know he's the father of my babies and I've known it pretty much since day one that he's the father of my babies. So we were, we were excited. The, the whole, our whole timeline shifted in an instant because we had planned to like be married for two years and then start, you know, baby season but also like, it was just such a blessing and I was so happy and so excited. So then here comes the humbling part of 2023. I was having just like, I was having symptoms from almost day one, honestly, of finding out I was pregnant. I was experiencing like light, 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 bleeding a little bit every single day. I was a little bit fainty. I was just having interesting symptoms at this point. We're in New York City. I didn't have an established OB at this point. And I wasn't far along enough to go to my first ultrasound appointment or anything, my first pregnancy. And so you're basically by yourself this first trimester, which they don't really tell you. And Kauai, our trip to Kauai was coming up. And I just had this feeling in my belly. I was like, I just feel like I'm having symptoms of a potential miscarry. We're about to go like 17 hours across the planet. I want to make sure I'm good before we get on a plane. I don't want anything bad to happen over there. Like I want to have a clear mind and enjoy my time. I don't want to be worrying about, is there a baby growing or is there not a baby growing inside of me? So I went to the ER on September 11th and uh, I spent the whole day in the ER. Long story short about that day, they end up confirming my pregnant, my HCG levels were at about a 400. And I was at that point because of my cycle, I should have been around five weeks pregnant and my levels were around 400. So they were like, it's not normal. We can't confirm or deny it because we don't have two data points for your pregnancy, for your levels. But it's likely that you are miscarrying. Come back in a week. We'll do, we'll do it again, blah, blah, blah. I was going to be in Kauai in a week. And I honestly didn't have the mental capacity to go back in a week just for them to stick things in my body and poke me with needles to tell me that I'm just not pregnant again. I'll never forget that day. It was September 11th. It, it like torrentially downpoured in Manhattan that day. There was like floods and stuff that around that time. 
for that exact day. Actually, I remember coming out of the ER and it was a torrential downpour. And I got in the taxi, we're driving home or I was driving home. And all of a sudden, like the two buildings in Manhattan, like split. And through the split of the buildings, I saw a double rainbow, like the most, if you're on social media, you probably saw the rainbows over Manhattan going around social media that day. A lot of people associated that with 9-11 in the Twin Towers because it was a double rainbow. But I associated that for me personally as a rainbow for me and a rainbow for the baby. It was a really bright rainbow. And then there was like a subtle bright rainbow behind it. And it was just my moment where God was just like, I got you. I got this. I'm in control here. Like, trust me. And I had just so much peace that overcame me in that moment. All pain went away, all anxiety, all fear just really went away. And I called Dalton and I was like, are you at home? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, please go outside. I don't want you to miss this. There's a double rainbow. And I got out of the taxi, Dalton came outside and you know, we hugged and just looked at the rainbow and it was just okay. Like that was a lot in the span of two weeks, finding out you're pregnant, going, I think I found out I was pregnant August 31st. I found out I was pregnant and then September 11th basically confirmed miscarrying, but I think I miscarried super, super early and you're okay. I was sad because it's it's a lot emotionally, but I think a lot of people might look at a miscarriage and be like, oh my God, are you worrying about this? Are you fearing this? And God just brought me so much peace through so many moments with that, that I wasn't worried at all. And when we got to Kauai, that was the best week of our life. So that happens. And then a week later, we get engaged. <laughs> September 11th, we confirmed miscarrying. And then September 17th, we were engaged. So much polarity going on there, but it was beautiful through all of it. And when we got to Kauai, there was rainbows. The Hawaiian um, license plate has rainbows on it. And somewhere over the rainbow, the song was playing at the resort that week and we saw rainbows I saw rainbows in the clouds below flying into Kauai there was just so much peace and love and everything surrounding that weekend and everything that I was just like this is okay I'm okay we're okay we're alive we're healthy we're good so we're in Kauai I'm feeling better you know we have each other we're blessed we fly back home we're in the engagement phase so excited and gosh I think it was like I don't even know what the timeline actually let me look it up in my app okay this is nuts to see this in real time okay so August 31st we find out we're pregnant September 11th we confirm miscarriage September 17th we get engaged we fly home September 23rd, I'm experiencing pregnancy symptoms again. I go to the OB in Massachusetts and I'm like, I'm still testing positive for pregnancy tests at this point. I'm feeling symptomatic again. It never truly went away. And I'm like, what's going on? Everything feels like it's increasing, yet I'm still experiencing these symptoms, bleeding, starting, all these things. So we go back to the OB, get my blood work done. We're sitting in a cafe in Concord outside of Boston on September 23rd. And OB calls me back with my hormone levels and she's like, so you're pregnant. It's a new pregnancy. 
your hormone levels are at 2,800. I expect everything's fine, but I want you to come in just to make sure you're good. Want to confirm it's not next topic, et cetera. So now Saul and I are like, what the hell of a tunia? Like this baby clearly wants to make its way into the world. It's just meant to be. I had really high hopes. I was like, we're good. One miscarriage, second one, your body's primed. Like we're ready to go. Okay, baby, baby Crossin really wants to, to, to cross the veil into the, into the world. A few days later, I start bleeding again. And I'm like, mother heck and Bob, trying to keep a positive feeling in my body. But nonetheless, when you're bleeding every single day, it's just like, mm, what's going on? It was never so much where I was like, oh, for sure, just miscarried in this moment. But it was enough to be concerned, but not enough to have confirmation. So that threw me for a loop. That was hard. That was probably the, the most challenging mental, emotional time of 2023. At that point, they confirmed the HCG levels are increasing. It's a new pregnancy. They would go back four weeks later and we do hormone levels again and I'm down to a 380. So it was another miscarriage. Here's the kicker. We're in the OB room and my doctor comes in and she has this face on and I'm like, okay, I get it. I know I was prepped for it. Kind of had an inkling of what was going on. It's okay. I'm okay. She's like, yep. So definitely miscarriage, but we actually have to prep you for emergency surgery because you have an ectopic pregnancy. And I've seen Grey's Anatomy and Christina had an ectopic pregnancy and I remember the symptoms that she had and I had none of those symptoms, truly. And I'm just like blank faced and Dal I look at Dal and he's just like also blank faced. And I'm like, huh? I'm, I'm good. I went to the gym this morning. I went to the gym yesterday. I went to the gym the day before. I'm not fainty. I'm not queasy. I'm not vomiting. I feel good. My energy is good. I'm not in any pain. I have zero pain in my abdomen. She's like, well, you have a two centimeter mass outside of your right ovary and it's consistent with an ectopic pregnancy. I know you're a little bit of a weird case because you're not in pain going to the gym. That's not normal. Normally you'd be buckled over in pain right now, but it's an ectopic pregnancy. We've got to prep you for emergency surgery. That's my recommendation. So I'm like, okay, like, what are you going to say? Like, no, like, okay, it's life or death. Like ectopic people, women used to die from ectopic pregnancies when we didn't have medical attention. So we go down to the ER, they prep us for surgery. I'm literally on the surgery, surgery bed with IVs in my arm, waiting for a room to open up to go get emergency surgery. <laughs> Dalton is sitting with me. We're watching episodes of Suits to pass time. And I must say, the sweatshirts that I had made for She Rose, on the front of them, they say, through it all, She Rose. And Dalton and I happened to be wearing them that day. And it got me through the entire day. It was, could have been one of the most scary days and it was so much better because every time I looked at him, I just saw the saying through it all she rose and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, yeah, through it all I rise. I rise through it all. I've got this. We've got this. I'm good. You're good. God's good. God's got us. We're in this. Okay. So we're passing time watching suits and my hormone levels come back again because they took them another time just to confirm that it was an ectopic. My hormone levels come back and they have decreased even more. 
they're like, okay, your hormone levels have, have decreased. And I'm like, well, if they've decreased, that means my body is naturally taking care of the pregnancy. I'm miscarrying. It's not an ectopic then if because the pregnancy is not growing, right? So at this point, my intuition is confirmed. They're like, oh, you're good, actually. It's not an ectopic. Just kidding. You don't need to be prepped for surgery. You guys can actually go home. I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? This whole day in the ER, what is happening? So I'm psyched because I'm like, that's amazing. They haven't let me eat any food. I'm starving. Let's go get burgers. But before that, they wanted to give me like this, this drug. I forget what it was called, but it was like a form of chemo, basically. It was like a low dosage of chemo to kill anything growing in your body. And they recommended it. It has some pretty serious side effects. Nothing super crazy, but you know, I'm just, I don't like putting things in my body if they're not necessary. And so I looked it up real quick on Google. So didn't Dalton, we did our research in like five minutes and we decided our, you know, my hormone levels are decreasing. My body seems to be doing its thing and taking care of the pregnancy. Can we come back in three days and, and draw my blood again? And if the levels have gone up, I'll take the shot because then it could be still ectopic. But if they haven't, then it's confirmed my body is just doing its thing. So they're like, okay, go home. So that day ends, we go back to my mom's house in mass and get burgers, have ourselves a night, we watch suits. We go back in three days. Now, this appointment <laughs> was so stupid in hindsight. They go back for this appointment to take my blood again to confirm the hormone levels are still decreasing. They are. They've decreased again, like 80 points. And she comes in and she's like, okay, it's not an ectopic. You are miscarrying. That's cleared up. She's like, but now you have this mass outside of your right ovary. She's like, it could be, I'm not even going to say it out loud, but she said it could be the worst possible scenario, basically a tumor growing in your, around your ovaries could be the worst thing, or it could be nothing. It could be a fibroid. It could be a cyst. It could be just something that weren't like, just like something benign basically, but we won't know anything. Now we have to do some tests some blood work. I'll take the tumor markers and we'll give you a call. So then they take my blood and you're waiting. We waited seven days for her to call back and say, you have the C word or you don't. The most stressful five days of my freaking life. But wow, did those five days not only help Dalton and I grow in our faith together, but our faith in God and put God at the center of our relationship. And there's nothing that you can do you're at the mercy of whatever reality your body is in and you can't do anything about it except for pray. In hindsight, I'm so grateful for it. It humbled us a lot. Both of us are in business. Both of us are go-getters. We're always, you know, creating and wanting to strive towards the next thing, express ourselves even more, reach new heights of success, not to prove ourselves, but just because that's just who we are and to have each other and to have the best year of our lives. And then to have these moments where we're like, oh my, like life is so good, but everything can turn around on a dime. Things can turn on a dime. It was, it was a really humbling few days. And I also got to face my biggest fear, which was actually, I'll say the word because I'm not afraid of it anymore. I had the biggest fear growing up of cancer. 
When I was a little girl, my grandmother lost two of her best friends to cancer very close together. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I just feel like everyone was talking about cancer when I was growing up. It was in shows and I had really bad anxiety when I was little as it pertained to health. So I always just thought I had cancer. I was going to get cancer or like, I was just always terrified of it. I got to face it because in those hours of waiting for that phone call, I had to be able to sit with the reality that, okay, this is my reality now and we've got to fucking kick ass or no, it's just a fibroid. And in hindsight, like God put this on my plate so that I could face that fear and just get that fear out of my body and out of my mind because I had to come to a place where I was at peace with both realities, truly, because I had no option. There's nothing that you can do. You're at the mercy of a phone call. Gosh, it's crazy. But I no longer have that fear in my body or in my mind anymore. And it's very relieving, I will say. So they call us, we're in Florida at this point, because at this point, I'm like, baby, I need to get the hell out of here. I need to be in the sunshine. I don't care what's happening in my body. I just need a break. It was at that point, I had been pregnant off and on two times from July 31st to November 6th, 7th. And my body was just beat. I was mentally exhausted, emotionally drained. I was just like, let's get the hell of Petunia out of here. We go to Florida and I'll never forget. We're sitting at the table with my dad, his girlfriend, and a few other people were actually at a business mastermind. And I get the phone call and I was just so at peace. I was ready to kick ass and I was also ready to just feel super relieved. And we get the phone call and she's like, everything came back good. You're good. Everything came back negative come back in a month for an ultrasound to check up on the cyst or the fibroid or whatever it is. And we'll go from there. (sighs) Yeah, that was a nice day. Both Dalton and I were just laughing kind of uncontrollably, like a nervous, relieving laugh that day. We had wine and celebrated life that day and just gave so much gratitude because yeah, two souls came visited us and left us in a very short time. That was a lot. But more than anything, we realized our faith in God, in each other, is the most important thing over any life circumstance that could ever be thrown your way. Your faith and foundation rooted in God is the most important thing that you could have in your life and your health. (laughs) Man, oh man, if you wake up and you are in a healthy body and the ones that you love are healthy, it's a good fucking day. It's a good fucking day. So we just got back from Florida like four weeks ago from our sabbatical. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Business and life has been going on this whole entire time, by the way. Nothing stops for anything. That's another thing. It's like, whoa, (laughs) all of a sudden so much in life shifts. And you're focusing on all these other things, but your normal day-to-day doesn't stop. So that was interesting to navigate, but we can do it. Through it all, we rise. She rose through it all. We just got back from Florida. We've been in New York City now for four weeks. It's been super nice to be back in the city. And we just found out today that we got approved for our new home together, our new apartment in Manhattan. We'll be moving in, it looks like January 20th which I am so excited about. It is a dream come freaking true. And it is like the perfect bow on 2023. It's been a heck of a year. 
it's been a heck of a year and I wouldn't change any of it. It's been such a good year. I think a lot of people would look at what we went through and be like, I don't know, maybe they'd lose faith or they would think it was not a good year, but this was the best year of my life through the highs and the lows. I feel so grateful that God has blessed me with being able to open up my mind and find joy in everything, even in the painful moments, (laughs) because if we can't do that, life can be really devastating. If you can't roll with the punches and find humor in the pain and in the not so great things, don't get me wrong. There was nights where I absolutely melted in Dalton's arms and had full on, I don't even know what to call them, cleansing cries, full body, loud cries. And he held me through those times and he prayed over me and loved me through them. And I feel like because we allowed ourselves to feel the process so deeply, we were able to heal from it pretty quickly. And with God's presence and with our faith in the Lord, it was just, I don't know. You look at everything differently when you look at it through God's eyes. So now we're looking forward to our wedding. Our wedding day is May 3rd and we are not trying to get pregnant because I bought a very expensive dress. And yeah, no, in all seriousness, if I got pregnant and went full term with the baby, I'd be the most happy person in the world. God's God's plan, I'm open. But yeah, it would be nice if we could wait until after the wedding. That'd be good. We're, we're doing our best to not get pregnant until then. So we've got the bachelorette coming up. Oh my gosh. I just sent out a text to all my bridesmaids. We're going to have a Sex in the City amazing weekend. Oh my gosh. I can't wait in Manhattan. So excited. We're going to be in our new place with the most gorgeous view. This is me and Dalt's like dream apartment. <laughs> it is incredible when we walked into this unit I was just like oh no this is ours I was like oh no because it's obviously you know more of an investment in ourselves and our future but I was just like oh gosh this is ours like we can never live anywhere else like this is our place right now I know it I felt it God is everything's aligning and that's actually another story in and of itself of how fast that came together We weren't originally supposed to move until June of 2024. And we just went toward this building because we saw it online and and loved it. And it was all the amenities, location, everything is really perfect for us. And we walked into this unit and that was just like, this is ours, babe. I just know it in my bones. No, we weren't supposed to move right now, but like we are. (laughs) So (laughs) that's that. And we also had to break this lease, Dalton's apartment in Manhattan, but there's already like a person waiting to get in here and rent it from us and we closed on ours today we're still waiting for someone to fully rent this but we have full faith that it will be fully rented by the time that we move into the new building so everything is just amazing we're engaged we're in one of the most beautiful seasons of life and i am just so grateful and so i hope that whatever you're going through whether it's a super high or a super low If I've learned anything in 2023 from meeting the love of my life to, you know, experiencing two miscarries to getting engaged to traveling the the world to moving to living out of a suitcase, life is lifing all the time. And we have a choice every second of every day to love it and find joy in it 
and attract more of that or fall victim to it and allow the opposition to take over our mind with fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, etc. I have never had more faith. I have never had more joy. I've never had more of a capacity to experience emotion. I've never had more empathy for others. I'm a better person because of all the highs and lows in 2023. And I think that if everyone can live their lives with that perspective of like, this is sharpening me, this is shaping me, this is tuning me for something, even if I don't know it yet. When we do have a baby, I'm going to appreciate that baby, those babies so much more and the whole pregnancy process so much more than I ever would have without the experiences that we had in 2023. So I am grateful. I hope that this was a good catch up for you. Maybe you got some things from it and I'm going to do more solo episodes like this because I selfishly am really excited to be able to look back and listen to these years down the road. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 